Welcome to the Smartest Amazon Seller Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Needham. I'm an Amazon seller and uh, I'm in the game every single day logging into my Seller Central account because, you know, like you, I care about growth and I care about, uh, you know, succeeding. And um, I uh, unfortunately don't know everything. I'm trying to figure that out. And specifically lately, I've been really trying to think about what brings growth uh, like what actions on Amazon actually bring sales and growth. And so today I brought on a guest, uh, Max, Max Lessinger from uh, bestsellerlisters.com. Um, welcome, Mac. Thank you, Scott. Pleasure having you. Yeah. So I've, I've been, uh, we've been on LinkedIn. I've been seeing some of the things that he uh, talks about for quite some time, always intrigued because um you know, what he does is really just take one product, create amazing content and let it sing um, and, and focuses one product at a time. And I think what really pushed me to uh, get him on um, the podcast was when uh, it was just a conversation that he had where someone was trying to haggle him and um you know, and try and uh, get his best service at a, at a reduced rate. And that, that made me think like, you know, um, the difference between like good pages and great pages and what it takes to bring things to the next level. And so, um, I mean, obviously we know that uh, it's worth paying for, uh, you know, the best work. But in your in your opinion, Mac, what is the uh, what's the difference in in like you know between like say a B uh, B level grade to like an A level grade, like good content versus great content? So, in a nutshell, I mean, obviously, we, we see this we, we see this almost every day. Your clients come to us that they they already have listings, it's already alive for a few years, months, or weeks, whatever, and it's not selling. I mean, the way they, they uh, at least the way they, they want it to sell. So usually the case is, it, it makes a difference between good and great, as you have to ask. So you, usually the way it works is, we, we get like the, we ask the client, I mean, the, the lead to send us the link to the listings to check it out, to see what's wrong, what's going on there. And they usually say that they already hired an agency to do it, and it's still not working. So what can be the problem? So usually what we see is that they have a good listing. I mean, overall, when you go onto the page, it looks great. You know, the title is full, the bullet points are full, there's seven images. So what is really the issue? So usually what we do is we go into the detail. I mean, it's all about the details. You go into the details, but uh, like inside, near you know, the title, bullet point description, it's, it's not only about the vision, it's, it's about the little details inside. So we, we usually spot like it's missing SEO keywords it's missing the the, the the human touch, you know. Uh, the, there's a lot of people, and there's a lot of people that when they do the listing, they write it like a, a general, like very general about the product, and it shows all the features and everything. But it's missing the human touch. I mean, after all, you're talking to humans, like a, the page is like a salesman for the the product. So you you really have to have to speak to a, to a real person. So do you have do you, do you have an example of like what a human touch would be? Would this be, um, you know, maybe even something slightly humorous or something? Uh, can you can you elaborate on yeah. that? 
So it's a, it's, a, it's a mix of a little bit of humorous, but uh, I mean, it, it also depends on the product. Some products are more like professional, like it has like a professional target audience, so we have to be a little bit more careful. But basically the idea is like um, asking questions, like pinpointing the the, 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 the pain point of the, of the customer, like asking questions, are, are you struggling with this and this and that? This is, this is your solution. Because most general listings basically say that like the, the feature of the product, like it's top, top quality, but you know, it, it, it doesn't really tell you like uh, why you should buy that versus others. So we try to, usually when we do the listings, we do it like in a way, like uh, we really pinpoint your pain, your, your pain in this. And we do, you do you try and call out um, these features that solve these pain points? Do you focus on calling that out on the bullet points or on the images or on both? So it's it's a little bit of everything because also there's a big mistake that people do on the title. People are very focused on the keywords. Like I want to have this keyword in the title, that keyword in the title. But one thing one thing they forget is the title is probably the first thing that they see. I mean the title and the main image. But the title we usually try to put in like one phrase. There's more like personal, like like creating um, um, a pain point, like answering a question that a customer might have, even though it doesn't have any keywords in it. Because it, the title has to be like half for SEO for the algorithm and half for the customer, like uh, basically to see right away all the main features and benefits and solutions, basically. But, okay, so yeah, you you're suggesting right there the um, you know a title is, is I think a title is very important. That is mm -hmm. on uh, that that improves the click through of the product. You need to be speaking to them, but half of it should be like you know features for the algorithm so they can index it and then half the title is uh speaking to a customer like yeah. what is this solving and, okay. and 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 that's that's your uh approach to, to a title right yeah and also it makes it look very unique because most most brands don't do that so when someone is searching for a product and they, they go through the whole first page and they spot it right away so if they feel like more like a, a, a a connection, you know, like a, like a personal connection to the customer. Yeah. So, so um, you know, a picture says a thousand words. Um, I was I was going to hit this at the end of the podcast, but I almost feel like I'm going to say it now is like, so people can like look at examples of what you're talking about. You post a lot of examples of your work on WhatsApp, right? I've never heard of anyone using it the way that you do. Um, I, he showed me yesterday when we were talking earlier uh, that um, he uses the story feature or the status they call it on WhatsApp and, and just and shows off the work that he does. And I think that, uh, you know, we, we, we could talk and get some ideas here, but um, if, uh, you know, you look up Mac on um uh, WhatsApp, and then look at some of those examples. Um, that 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 tells the story. Um, I'll, I'll reach. I'll, I'll hit that again at the end of the podcast. But um, mm -hmm. as we as we speak, like I think you know, people should be browsing Amazon listings to like have an idea of what you know you're speaking about. Uh, even though a product is already you know quote unquote optimized, how you can take it to the next level to mm -hmm. like really achieve those conversions right. and, you know, totally makes sense that you want to like have a human element to it where, mm -hmm. you know, 
people can see a little bit of flavor in, in, in your style. Um, do you have anything uh, specific or around that that you can add to what we're saying, uh, perhaps like on the photos, how you can get a human element there? Yeah, so, so, so the photos is also, I mean, the, the photo is, is, is one of the things that basically buying products online has its all, all of the benefits, it's convenient, whatever. But one thing we're missing versus going to a local shop is actually touching the product, feeling the product, uh, uh, using the product, like feel like you actually, uh, how, how it looks, how it feels. So on the product photos, it's the best way to, uh, to show it. I mean, obviously the, the EBC description as well, which we'll talk later, but regarding the photos, you have like seven options, like seven images, okay, well, but you have so much option to, to uh, um, so much space to basically portray all the features, like in general, and then we, we usually create like lifestyles. We take like lifestyle photos to show how people are using the product, different yep. angles, different sides, and it shows zoomed in like spots to see all the features. Basically, when you see our images, you really feel like you're holding the product. That, I, I love that. I love that like, you know, um, you should, as a customer, you feel like you're holding it. And I think that zoom in, like you just said, does that where you've got like, you know, you've got the whole product in your primary image, but like with the second or third or fourth down, you've got one that's zoomed in that like you see the texture of the product and mm -hmm. um, that would create a connection. Interesting. And then obviously a lifestyle to see it in use. Um, mm -hmm. How about when you're thinking about adding graphic overlays, uh, what types of features do you think are the most important to, to be considering there? So, so, so usually, I mean, we, we have different packages, um, different uh, amount of images, but usually the, 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 the top package includes like seven images because it's like a main image and six graphic images. So usually we split it like half for infographics, like to show the, the, the features and the benefits and half for lifestyle to show how the product is being used. But some products, I mean, it's, it's not the same for everything. With some products, the features are more important, and some products, the lifestyle is more important, basically, to show uh, this. Um, but but usually, it's half and half. So, like, first of all, the main thing is, is the dimensions, the size. Yeah, 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 people have to see, like, how it's going to look when once they have it. Like, uh, if, if it's a thing for the house or the yard, whatever, they have to see, like, if it's going to fit and how it's going to look. And then, basically, like, a one main image with all the features. So you get at one glance, you see all the, all the main features of the product. So you don't have to go through uh, the whole listing to see it. You see it in one image. And then there's like a few more details. If, if, it, if it has like, a, for example, if it's a food item and it doesn't have all those chemicals and all those uh, ingredients, bad ingredients, you really want to show it in the picture. Yeah, no, that, and, that I, you definitely have to know um, the category a little bit more. In, like you said, grocery, like uh, the contents, the, sorry, the, uh, uh, people are actually pretty smart with shopping grocery. They want to see, you know, the calorie makeup. They want to see the, the macronutrients and mm -hmm. specifically any features. So you definitely have to be calling that out. Um, I, uh, just as you were speaking, I was thinking about like, so um, we do some sporting goods uh, and with sporting, you definitely like lifestyle is probably yeah. very important. You just want to see, you just want to convey that action. You want to, you want to, you know, you're going to buy a pickleball paddle if you're going to, you know, if you see some people playing, they'll look if they're having fun. Like that's mm -hmm. um, a category that's probably geared towards that. Um, now, uh, let's see. Here's a question. Um, 
are you sometimes putting the exact same things on your bullet points in those graphic overlays where like, you know, some of the features of the product, you're also putting it on an image in an overlay, like kind of like uh, uh, saying the same thing, but just in different ways. Um, we, we never do like copy paste from the bullet points into the pictures, but usually um, from the description, you know, like the, even though it's not EBC, it's just a regular HTML description. Usually when we do it, we do it like big, like a, a lot of information. So usually we take information from there and like a, a word here, a word there, and like put it in the images. But it's not, it's not, it's not um, a copy paste. Uh, basically, right, obviously not a copy paste. But you are you are reusing some of those same. Yeah. Um, after all, the same product, so the features are the same. So basically, the, the idea is to show it in text for people that likes the reading, and also showing it in visuals for people that don't like reading. They buy from the pictures, you know. And when you're when you're putting your you know your your top uh, detail oriented uh, you know optimizing these pages conversion, um, what is the difference in sales for that? You know, taking an all right uh, a, a good uh, listing and then making it great. How does that change the life of that product? So, I mean, obviously it, it all depends. Every category is different and it, it depends on the season. It depends on the, and how fast the algorithm is catching up and the, the keywords and stuff. But also, I mean, and also we don't always follow up. We, we don't manage listings like uh, A to Z. So we, we don't always follow up to see the, the sales, but in most cases people are happy. They, can't, they, they, they let us know, you know, like they give feedback and they, this. for example, I actually had a story, I think it was this week or last week um because basically how it works is we first created the listing like all the optimizations and then we have like some some um uh, systems to, to to boost the ranking like giveaways and stuff which we'll talk later so basically i had an interesting story this week um a client ordered the listing so the listing everything was done the content images everything was done uploaded on amazon and then he wanted to order the, the giveaways to basically to boost the ranking and after a few hours of posting the product he, he got some sales and he thought that it's probably, the sales are probably from our giveaways because it's impossible that he just listed a new listing and it's already getting organic sales. So he sent us a message that we should stop the giveaways because he doesn't have enough stock. So I, so we told him we didn't start it yet. <laughs> yeah, started yeah. yet. Are, are you getting any sales? He said, yeah, we, we got already eight, eight, I think seven or eight sales within a few hours after posting the product. And, and that was a, a like a re-optimization. We optimized an old listing, and then they never had such amount of sales in the same day. So that that, that was a good motivator, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a, that, that's that's the game we're playing. You know, you want to know when you're making a difference, and what actually makes that difference. Um, yeah. So. We could jump. Oh, shoot, I got two or three more questions for you. I'm really curious. So um, I think the final thing that we didn't talk about, I haven't really talked about it much on my podcast, is um, EBC, Enhanced Brand Content. And how do you feel that impacts, like, is there any way of knowing the increase in conversion on EBC? I mean, I mean, first of all, you, you, you should talk, talk about it more often because it's very important. People, I, I get it sometimes, people have come to me, I mean, it's important, it's a waste of money. So obviously, first of all, it, there's no proven way to see, to like to, to measure, like the conversion rate before or after. Right. You know, 
you know, Amazon just doesn't give us data to that, but they would have to tell us, they'd have to Mm -hmm. tell us that people that scrolled down to see it and how that led to them buying. That's the only way that we could figure that out. And and we're we're likely never to get that information. So um, it's going to be a little bit anecdotal, but I know for myself, I actually use EBC more often on electronics. When I'm a shopper, um, electronics, you know, I care a little bit more about the details and I find EBC um, helps there. But um, I don't design EBC myself. And so I'm curious uh, what you think. So, so EBC has many benefits. I'm, I'm not sure if you're going to have the time to discuss everything, but I'm, <laughs> I'm going to tell you a few details. I mean, a few uh, benefits. Which well, let's hit it. <laughs> so, so first of all, uh, um, one benefit about EBC is, is customers appreciate when they see like you have like a, a really nice listing that you put in a lot of effort, time and effort invested into your product, into your brand, because they, they know that you're a brand they can trust. It's not like someone's tried, someone imported a product and just uh, trying to sell it, because they, they are looking for a solution for their problem. And th- this product was supposed to be the solution and they want to buy it from someone that they can trust and someone that they feel like they, they really care about the product. So investing money in EBC and showing that you have like a real professional page gives them uh, real confidence in your brand to buy from you versus other that, you know, they, which would, then other brands, they don't care about the, the pages. So that's one thing. I mean, second thing is, I mean, as humans, we live visually, you know, like most people don't like to read text. It's, it's a, you know, it's a lot of reading and, but visually you can see everything. So the idea from an EBC is that you scroll down on the page and you can see everything in front of your eyes, like all the features, all the benefits, all the lifestyle. So, it's even better than the top images because the top images you have to scroll from one image to the other. Here you don't have to do anything. You just scroll down. You see everything front of your page, and uh, you know it, it gravitates the people towards your product and, and make you buy it. And, and besides of that, regarding uh, forget about the product, regarding the brand itself, I think that there's a quote from what's his name? Um, Seth Godin, I think. He said that. Um, Marketing is no longer about the stuff you're, you're selling. It's about the story you tell. Right. On EPC, you, you can really tell your story about it, about your brand, the benefits of your brand. I mean, it's only space on the listing which you can uh, really talk about your brand and instead of the product. But the product, the, 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 the customer knows about the product. Okay, this is, this is the product, and he, he knows there's 50 more or hundreds, hundreds of more the same product. So why you? So you, you really portray your brand, the benefits of your brand, and why you should get it from you instead of um, the other options. Out there. I, I like that. I mean, uh, you know, for a little while, I was, I was like, oh, the story doesn't matter, you know, um, this and this and this. And then um, I changed my mind. I had a client ask me, he's like, does the packaging, the fact that like the packaging is made from, reusable, recyclable products. And I was like, ah, that doesn't really have too much of an impact. And then I sat and I thought about it. I was like, no, actually it does matter. Um, Mm -hmm. There are absolutely customers that care about that story. And, and there's no better spot than in the EBC to like really talk about that. Um, It fits. Um, So um, I'm going to have to, you know, continue to think about this and figure out how, uh, you know, as we think about content and our, and our optimization, how 
on EBC can play out in that. Um, you know, I may even follow this podcast asking you some emails. So I'm like, hey, what, what's it, what do you think about this versus this? So um, glad that I've come across someone that has a passion for it. Yeah. Um, so then um, next step after, you know, someone's got, you know, next uh, top tier optimization um, uh, in, I guess, to, to reiterate and, and to, when I was speaking to an Amazon employee once, you talked about the different parts of, you know, the algorithm, but like what he said matters more, more than anything else is conversion. Right. You can worry about advertising your listing. You can worry about um, click through, but like what you really want to worry about is converting that people that land on their page, it, there, it, it's, it has a sticky component to it. People come back and they buy that product. That matters more to the rest, uh, to your um, product page than anything else. Um, so, but then, then moving on when, but a part of, uh, you know, you want to bring attention to your product. And one way to do that, that you use is, is giveaways. So it's 2020 giveaways have had a life, you know, like the last five years, a lot of people have different ideas of how to do it. Um, how, uh, you know, whatever, how, how would you uh, feel that it's most effective right now if, if people wanted to use this? Right. So, so, so again, as you said before, so the idea from the giveaways is basically, I mean, obviously the first step is, is to having like a nice, uh, um, nice picture, uh, a nice listing for the conversion. But unfortunately, the, the algorithm is so tricky that when you upload a new listing, even though it's the best listing, there are hundreds of thousands or more listings for the same keywords. So it can take weeks or months until people see you. So if people don't see your listing, the, the, the beautiful listing that you just made is worthless. So basically, the idea from the giveaways is like, it's like, let's say, for example, you open a local shop, right? You open a local shop and you want your neighbors to, 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 to get to know about your new shop. So what you do is you run like a giveaway, like a sale, a promotion, something like that. And you tell people about it, and that's how they come. And once you have a beautiful store, it's all it's automatically co co converting well. So they, so that's why we do the giveaways um, to help our clients um, listing, you know, to 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 get the, the full benefits. Because they have a beautiful page, and then we, we yeah, hold no, them up to bring it up to their pages. And um, and that can you know bring the reviews. That you, it's like you can have the best page in the world. You can have the best page in the world, but if you don't have, um, uh, you know, reviews or uh, people coming to it, then, then no one else is going to see it. And mm -hmm. um, so you follow up an optimization with um, um, some giveaways. I think that's kind of a good one-two punch. I really want to be trying that more myself. I actually, I've only done maybe two giveaways and, uh, I, I, and to be, to be candid, like I, I didn't, um, but like this excites me. I, I really want to do it. And, and hopefully I'm reaching out to Mac sometime soon because um, as I think I, I mentioned in my last podcast, I'm, um, I'm actually looking at buying a few uh, product pages myself and I want to make sure that they get to the next level. You know, I know another seller that's interested in, in you know, he's, he's trying to let go of his business. He's kind of done. And 
And I want to take them to the next level. And I think that giveaways, as you're describing, could uh, really help them. Um, so you are, uh, I, you're unique in that most, most agencies out there, you know, they're trying to like uh, do full account management. You just like laser in on one product at a time okay. and give it the best uh, optimization. Mm-hmm. And um, so let's see. I, I think that's a very attractive, you know, scenario because, you know, a lot of times people, you know, they, they know Amazon, but they don't know like the content game. Um, when you are looking at, you know, uh, other content creators, you know, whether it comes like, like photographers or, you know, uh, what do you consider? Because, um, I mean, this is a situation that I'm in is we're considering, uh, our content options. Do we outsource? Do we try and build skills internally? Mm -hmm. Um, What's the advantage of uh, hiring someone that does does one skill really well versus someone that kind of understands the big picture and does all of the Amazon uh, uh, page content? Yeah, that's actually a really great question. Because the thing is, since I'm in Amazon as an agency, I'm getting asked a lot, you know, Maybe you take over my over my account, and since you know Amazon so well, maybe you take over my account and run the whole thing. So I sometimes had a doubt. Maybe I should do it because it makes me more money. This and that. But then I decided, you know what? This is my specialty. I am very a creative person. I'm a unique person, and I know that my specialty is in the content, in the pictures, and the graphics. So I want to stick to that and dominate it. And you know, it's it's basically. Once you start doing like the whole thing, the whole thing, the, the quality drops significantly, and you, you, you basically just try to make money. For me, it's not, it's not all about the money; it's more about the, the providing the, the value. And I, yeah, I know that I, I provide value that's different and unique than other agencies out there. I mean, there's a lot of agencies that is really good, like really talented, that good work. But the way I work is, I mean, I I personally I have like a unique uh, um, style of, of anything. You know, if I'm, the clothing that yeah. I buy, the house that I, Everything that I do is like uh, unique. So, so the same thing is implemented in my business, you know? It's, yep. I, um, I totally agree. I've, I heard a story the other day of, you know, someone using some, um, a virtual assistant um, overseas okay. to optimize a product page. And, the, and when the client saw it, they're like, has this person ever had a drink before? Because it was a, a bitter for, uh, it's a supplement to like an alcoholic drink. And, mm-hmm. Um, and like the client's like, has this person that wrote this stuff ever drank before? Because it sounds like they haven't. That's the danger of like outsourcing to, you know, mediocre, um, you know, copywriters. You want someone that like, you know, that understands engaging writing. And, and so what you, what you are highlighting is like, you know, do what you do best and, and don't dilute, you know, the quality, um, big fan of that. And I, I've actually in the last two months, I've hired about seven different people for very specific tasks on, um, on Fiverr and Upwork. So I'm a big fan of mm-hmm. like, you know, getting skilled professionals to do exactly what they do really well, pay them and then move on. Um, this is a really important part of delegating, uh, you know, your, your, your business. Yeah. So I have the same thing with my, with my like uh, with my uh, employees. 
in my team. So basically, uh, when I started the company, I, st I started as a freelancer. I did everything myself. And then it started growing, so I need to, I need to start uh, delegating and get more people. But I was struggling with it because I know that I have, so I don't know if it's uh, <laughs> what type of mind I have, how do you want to call it, but it's, it's I had a hard time filing, uh, finding the, the right person that understands my, my vision and my style. I mean, uh, for example, for every writer that I hire, every graphic designer that I hire, every photographer that I hire, I usually go through probably 10 or 15 of them till I find, I mean, sometimes more until I find the, the right one because it, it really has to match my style. Because when I deliver a listing, I can't, it has to be unique. It can't be like just channel. So most graphic designers that I try, you know, they come back with, okay, it's, it's, it's okay. And then there's one that's like, have that touch. So then, then this yeah. is the person that I hired. I really so, like that perspective. Um, that, yeah, you, there's a difference between good and great. And yeah. uh, it takes a creative eye to see that. So um, thank you so much, Mac, for coming in and talking. A lot of great ideas. Many of these ideas worth following up on. And hopefully you haven't heard the last from me. Um, so if you want to get a hold of Mac and, and actually see the things that he does, um, he's on WhatsApp. And um, he's also uh, bestsellerlisters.com. Um, he posts a lot of good stuff on LinkedIn. Uh, if... if uh, Let's see. I'll put his WhatsApp number in the show notes so, so that you, you can see it because they actually advertise that number on their website, I saw, and yeah. would love to see examples of what we talked in action. Um, is, is there, uh, is there any uh, final words or uh, any, um, uh, any other ways that you want, like to interact with people? No, so it's basically uh, WhatsApp, uh, LinkedIn, and a website and email, basically. Awesome. Obviously, I'm perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be glad to meet you and discuss your um. Sure, your I can't wait to start meeting people in person again. It's it's getting lonely out there in the digital world. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening to this episode, everyone. Um, uh, stay tuned next week. We've got some more uh, great stuff coming on. Uh, if you like what you're listening to. Uh, Share it with a friend, like, and subscribe. You know the drill. Um, that's what I've got. Hopefully you guys got a lot out of this and you could start acting and taking your content from good to great. Thank All right. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Scott, so much for having me. It was a real pleasure. Yep. And it's my honor to be able to, you know, to have a platform where I can share my visions in it and help as many people as possible. Oh, the pleasure is all mine. All right. Take care. One, two, three. This episode has been produced by LaunchPod Media. 